Welcome to the UK Run Chat podcast. I'm Joe Williams, and in today's interview, I speak with Stefan Van Bijon from Noble Pro in Kinney. Kinney is a flexible workout planner for treadmill and outdoor running. It connects to heart rate monitors, foot pods, treadmills, and has some very cool features to be released in the near future all of which Stefan tells us about in the upcoming interview. If you want to get in touch about our podcast, then you can do via email to info at ukronchat.co.uk. Enjoy the interview with Stefan. Welcome, Stefan. Thanks for joining us today. How are you? Yeah, thank you very much for having me, Joe. Uh, yeah, we're doing really well this side. And yourself? Good, yeah. Yeah, I'm very well today. Thank you very well. I had a rest day yesterday, so I'm planning on... Getting out on the mountain bike today, up to the local hills, which will be nice. Very good. Scratch that itch, you know. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've done a little bit of an introduction um, as, as to who as to who you are, but would you like to start off by giving us a, a bit of an introduction to yourself, please? Yeah, not a problem at all. Yeah. So my name is Stefan van Bouillon. I'm one of the founders of Noble Pro, uh, as well as Kini. Mm-hmm. Uh, our new software app um and yeah we were really born from um from the community giving us uh feedback and growth and personal experience really uh within mm-hmm. the, the running community so mm-hmm. the story goes that we we originally had a uh, a hiring company hiring a number of fitness equipment yeah. and uh it a gentleman wanted to uh, some assistance running the Berlin Marathon for two twenty, and uh, we got involved with him um, to look at what you know treadmills and what kind of features would make sense for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got more and more involved in this this gentleman. Yeah, uh, which which was a great experience for us. Uh, and which eventually led to us um, creating our own treadmills, mm-hmm. creating software based on what we've learned throughout the years of training and making it available to the community, really. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So do, do, just before I, I dig in, because I've got questions about that straight away that I'd like to unpick. <laughs> Not a problem. T- t- tell me a bit about yourself in terms of your your personal background in sport and, and, and how you know how you got into making treadmills yeah not a problem yeah so it all started with me um more on the cycling front to be fair yeah uh used to cycle um for my provincial which is a county here because i grew up in south africa okay cycle cycled for the county uh, in effect really loved it really loved it Mm um and then i got into running uh really enjoyed that uh and then uh you know life it you go to work uh and kind of get on with with life yeah i used to work in the oil and gas side of the world and uh we just decided no we want to get to back to things that we enjoy me and my wife yeah and therefore we started um initially hiring out fitness equipment that was uh, our initial development yeah. And then we realized that there was a, a big, big need for good um, treadmills within the market. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just lacking, you know. We saw within the, the running, uh, sorry, the cycling community, the turbo trainers and the development. And it was incredible the, 
amount of um, progress that was being made on on the cycling front. Yes. Um, but not on the running front. And uh, I'm a mechanical engineer by by trade, by study, um, okay. and decided, no, we, we can make this better, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, just decided to, to go head first. And, uh, Very good. Based on, yeah, based on, like I was saying, you know, the people we were getting involved in and uh, the runners, um, both beginners to, to advanced, getting feedback, make things better, work on, on uh, communication or integration. And we kind of just built it rather on, rather than having a big board like a Volkswagen tell you what to do, rather than that, we have a small team very much focused on on uh, the the running community itself and their feedback and what we need to focus on. Mm-hmm. And essentially build something for the people rather rather than for the, yeah. um, just for the sake of it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We got into it. That's interesting. Um, let me let me just go back to you. Cycle for the county. So yes. What, what what did that look like? Well, you competed against other counties in South Africa, did you? In in um, sportives or what? What? what yes. Like? Yeah. Yeah. So we used to, um, very similar to the UK. Yeah. So we used to have um, county tryouts. You know, you get your. Your, your provincial in our case um, colors yeah form teams and then you go and do a number of tours so you would do a, a, a imagine a mini tour to France yeah essentially so you would go and do that and then you get different rankings etc and then yeah. you would go and cycle international wow so you would get, get chosen for a certain professional team or um, your international team South African team yeah. And uh, go and hit the European circuit, as they used to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good standard cycling then, Stefan. You must you've been been in good shape then, doing that at that kind of level. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. You know, really, yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, so it, there's definitely a, a good, good competitive spirit in there, and, yeah. and that reigns throughout our whole team. To be fair, uh, so they've either been members of our entire crew have either been in some some form of um county level or provincial and the south african based sport yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's just with, ingrained within the whole team really which yeah. is awesome yeah that makes sense so so you were you so, so were you using when you were cycling yourself static bikes and you know were, were your young engineering was your young engineering mind cogs already turning on on how you could improve things yeah 100% so yeah 100% so so back in the day we were using rollers a lot yeah um turbo training has just got really got onto the scene Mm -hmm. at that stage um, in in my my youth as they would say Mm -hmm. um and it was a really as you were saying cogs cogs ticking along going oh this is very interesting you know how can you integrate this um, how can we get programming involved and yeah. and tap into the the human as a uh, as a piece of hardware, which which is very fascinating, you know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. To try and to try and optimize and yeah, it's just kind of how the engineering mind works generally. So yeah, yeah, I find it, I find it very interesting. It and it's interesting that you say that because you, you're quite right. If you think you you know you think of 
cycling and and the indoor bikes they they were more advanced than the treadmills at the beginning weren't they mm. they um and 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 we we actually see that if you if you look at our uk cycle chat threads some of the conversations can be a, a lot deeper um and a lot more technical do, do you think mm. that's just because of the sport or why 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 do you think that is I think there's a numerous factors associated with that, right? So my general rule of thumb is, is that running is 10 years behind cycling. Okay. Right? Be it on a hardware development, be it on a, on a training development mm-hmm. uh, side. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the, the elite group here in general. I'm more talking about what trickles down. Yeah. So the, the reason why cycling is more popular than running in general mm-hmm. uh, and more money has been invested and effort's been invested in it in general again mm-hmm. is that cycling has a much broader range age range right mm-hmm. um so you can have somebody that's 14 and you can have somebody that is 90 um and be able to cycle quite happily along mm-hmm. and injury is not necessarily a, a big factor in that sense yeah. Where running has a narrower band, um, injury is more um, likely in that sense. So you have to look after yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so inherently, your your group group size is a bit different mm-hmm. in that regard. The advantage for running is obviously accessibility, right? Mm-hmm. Get yourself yeah. a, a a pair of trainers and off you go. So that's lovely in that sense. You don't have to be and an elite athlete to go and enjoy your running. Yes. Um, but it also means that people don't necessarily want to climb the ranks, if you, you know what I mean, within your club. Or yes. Uh, yeah. Where in and cycling it tends to be a a large investment. You know, spend a few thousand pounds on your your bike. Yes. And then you kind of feel bad that you're not using it, so you <laughs> tend to go you tend to go out. Yeah. That that inherently has a trickle down effect from the top down. Mm-hmm. Be able to go. There's more people doing it. There's more coaching involved, more science mm-hmm. involved, and more money involved. Right? Mm-hmm. People don't really even want to talk about that, but it does have an effect on the trickle down effect. Yes. Um, and uh, you know the, the the big boys of the cycling world definitely get a lot more publicity than the big big boys and girls of the running yeah. community, which is which is unfortunate because when it comes to talent and and uh and effort etc you mm-hmm. know they are they're all absolutely amazing athletes yeah definitely definitely but, uh, but yeah, so, I, find it, I find it quite interesting yeah it is yeah i i, I, mm. I didn't considered that before um so you started that example you gave then you started very specifically so somebody approached you to help to help them with their berlin marathon target yeah. time um you know how did that come about then was that a friend and somebody just knew that you you were in the equipment space or you know it was it was interesting so it was a a gentleman that um at the blue really contacted us and he said never used a treadmill um but i want to be able to break a 220 berlin seems like a good aim for us uh for for myself or for him and um he would like to use a treadmill because he, he's read that it's good for, for speed work and 
mm-hmm. you know he's a new father so uh and he's got three kids now um and uh it helps helps just with time you know he can he can uh, do babysitting as well as do um a good session at the same yeah. time yeah so it was it was purely him reaching out to us um who who is visible in the community mm-hmm. and uh asking questions and me going over to his house you know it, it kind of reminds me of like a bill gates in the garage scenario yeah and uh yeah so i used to go to to his pain cave and ask him questions how did this work what do you like about that and yeah. slowly but surely we went from one model to another to understanding the hardware is now in a good space but we we very much lacking in the industry with software how do we how do we change that and so constantly on this um trajectory of figuring out where uh, what's needed really um, yes. people saying cool my my treadmill can now last 10 years but my goodness nothing can control it you know how frustrating is that but my turbo trainer can do it why can't i do it with my treadmill yeah you're like well sounds like we've got a challenge in our hands folks yeah, yeah. and that's uh, that's how we kind of go from from one problem solving scenario to another you know well, that was my exact next question. <laughs> How do you go from treadmills to producing an app like Kinney? And I, and I was, I, I was kind of, I was pondering over that before we before we started to record. And I was thinking, you know, was it the pandemic? Did you, you know, when when did you start to do this? And um, yeah, go on. I, let, let, let me let me let you go <laughs> from making treadmills to producing an app like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been a journey, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, we started off very basic just by, again, feedback. People saying we, we need something to fill this gap mm-hmm. and slowly but surely just chipping away at things. So we started off not not necessarily fully understanding the complexity, particularly of Bluetooth within the treadmills scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was our first big, hurdle and it still is a hurdle and mm-hmm. um, to give you an idea there's a when communicating with a say a turbo trainer it's got one language right so mm-hmm. imagine everybody speaks english in the turbo trainer world yes once you start talking treadmill language mm-hmm. uh you know the the initial assumption is always oh everybody also speaks english that was definitely not the case so we found you know arabic and uh, yeah. we found French and German, and eventually it's like, oh my goodness, there's there's a whole world of of uh, treadmill languages, yeah. Yes. And uh, and that still is one of the biggest challenges, you know, for mm-hmm. us. And um, so our first challenge was to kind of break through on how to how to control and and offer the the user that initial experience of um, managing their treadmill and doing workouts on their treadmill mm-hmm. um, and th- the amazing thing for us is on our journey is we've got team members with that have joined us um, that have amazing skill sets um, we've got two dedicated developers on this much smaller than some of the big big corp corporations like you know, the garments of the world etc yeah. mm-hmm. but these these guys are amazingly sharp and you know it's like being part of a family mm-hmm. um and we just love 
going back to the community and go, cool guys, you know, we've smashed that uh, request up a park. Yes. What do we feel needs to come next, you know? Yeah. Uh, and they'll go, cool, well, how about this? How about that? And, and it would be people that would would reach out to us, um, be it out the blue, be it from California, be it from Australia. And they go, we really like we, what you guys are doing. And what do you think about this? And we go, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. And we would have a discussion within the community and then add it to the list, you know? Mm-hmm. And just keep keep making things better and yeah. more focused on what people really need, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just um, making it for making it safe, but rather people have a purpose for it, which is the important bit, you know. Yeah, if I if I just think about just to comment on what you said there. So if I if I think about my running and my fitness on my phone alone, I've got. Strava, Garmin Connect, Map My Run, My Fitness Pal, Relive, yeah. Kinney, the What Bike app, and then, and and that's just apps. And then what you're talking about, and I'll let you explain how keep you know how and what Kinney um, connects to. But you, you're talking about pieces of equipment as well as the apps, foot pods, heart rate monitor, mm. treadmills. That as an end user, I I. I just expect it to work, <laughs> you know. I don't, and you don't, you don't know everything that goes into the back end of that. So, um, what? Well, go on, exp- explain what that process looks like. Then, how how do you, you know, find out what language that treadmill's talking or that heart rate monitor's talking, and 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 then, you know, what's that process look like? Yeah. So, so there's there's two sides. There's two sides to that, really. The the first thing is just to understand if there's no point in reinventing the wheel. So if they are, as you were saying there, there's tons of apps, yeah. tons of, of, of running and cycling and just general exercise apps mm-hmm. and going, what's the point of making something that already exists? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are not going to be interested. They'll use um, what whatever they're really comfortable with. So finding the niche, finding a, a user base that people go, wow, you know, we need this. And, we want to develop it for for that uh, for that reason. So that's the first thing. And then one of the bits that we identified was device communication. Yeah. So the big the big uh, apps of the world. Let's talk about say uh, Strava, mm-hmm. uh, Stride even now, and Garmin. They tend to be um, um, very minimal in what they connect to. So the general would be, say, a heart rate monitor. Um, maybe they their own um, hardware. So let's go with Garmin in mm-hmm. that sense. In- yeah. Incredible functionality, um, but yet it, it's only within the, the environment, really. And we think it's, it's very limiting for users, right? So therefore, if you want to use um, all your devices at the same time, and use them well and be able to share back, you're sitting with an integration problem and a communication problem. Mm-hmm. So you do have um, some really friendly folks that would share the language that all these devices talk. Yeah. And so FTMS is the, the big one now in the treadmill world. And it's it's basically a language, right? A Bluetooth language. 
and it's well defined so it's almost like having the oxford dictionary for english and you can go cool you know okay. apple means this and it's it's uh it's nice to have that defined but vast majority of devices don't use standardized communication so it's like hunting for for that dictionary uh, with within the within that world um, in some instances and in a lot of instances you you physically have to go and get the device and and figure out how it works yeah um, which is a, which is challenging within the the treadmill environment you know or a running environment so it, it takes a lot of um a lot of engineering behind it um to make something that looks relatively simple for for most users yes uh, and which is a good thing right yeah if it's simple and it works doesn't matter how complex it is at the back that means you've won yeah and um, it should be self-explanatory and I, I think including ourselves if that is not the case um, having it simple and easy to use mm-hmm. then you need to change it right mm-hmm. um, yeah as the end user, it needs to be a a, a frictionless experience, mm-hmm. and that's so, part of the challenge. Yeah, so I, I've I've dug in quite deep deep there quite early. Just strip it back for us. Tell us exactly. Tell us what Keeney is, and who's it for. Yeah, no, not a problem at all. Right. So Keeney was a uh, a a child of Noble Pro. So it started off. As a think of it as a companion app almost for the Noble Pro treadmills, mm-hmm. and it was based around um, being able to create workouts for your treadmill, being able to control your treadmill, um, and that was really the basis for it. Yeah. And then we realized there was more and more people out the blue messaging us, going, "Hey, do you mind uh, making this thing work with my, you know, X treadmill?" And yeah. we're going, well, yeah, why don't we try? Um, and slowly but surely, we started realizing there's a lot of people that are looking for this functionality. Why not make it available to, to more people? Mm-hmm. Which is what we've done now. So we uh, we called the development um, Kini, Kini um, as the app. Yep. And um, the whole purpose for us for Kini is to have people from both um, from a beginner's level um, to a level where you're looking for more flexibility in your workout builds and library mm-hmm. to have um, have that functionality in one place rather than having it split throughout mm-hmm. so be it I want to connect it to a treadmill and a hard trade monitor or bod or I want to use it as a mix, so run it outside with GPS and my foot pod or just GPS mm-hmm. uh, and have have it um, give me some voice prompts along the way that you put in yourself or self-defined. Mm-hmm. It, it provides you that um, broader use case, which is currently missing within the industry. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be in the gym, and do you want to use the, a workout? You can use it. If you want to be in your in your cave, uh, your pain cave, you yeah. can use it. If you want to run outside with ear ear pods on and listen to music, and you know it gives you the guidance that you've uh, got as part of your workout, it does that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that helps both people who are just starting off to people who want to um, reach a certain goal you know yeah so it, it has a, a a nice broad reach for for most runners yes so that, that that's a really important point because i i think naturally people may associate because of because of how this is born and the problem that you foresaw with static bikes, for example, and the connectivity between mm. those, people may assume that this is just just for with Noble Pro treadmills. But what you're actually saying is there that that, that you're looking for it to work with any or all treadmills, and that yeah. you don't have to even be on a treadmill. You can be out, you can be outside doing your normal runs as you would be. So, would you always need a foot pod to connect to outside then, Stefan? How does it work if you if you're not on a treadmill? That's a very very good question, right? Mm-hmm. So, at this stage, um, we have it connecting to uh, roughly 140 different treadmill brands mm-hmm. and models. Yep. Um, we are connected to all BLE heart rate monitors and all BLE, so it's Bluetooth, low energy, and foot pods, which is great. So you've got a whole selection of devices you can choose from, you can connect to. Is that, forgive me, for, I don't know what, no. so BLE, is that what a lot of the devices are on then? Is that, is that like a... That is, that is correct. So the two main ones in the world of communication is Bluetooth, or they call it Bluetooth Low Energy, BLE. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the other form of communication would be Ant Plus. So that's the Garmin's of the world. Right? Yes. Which is technically not a Bluetooth, but it's a form of, of communication. So you'll generally have those two ways of communicating with um, a fitness device. Okay. Yeah. And they each have their own quirks and uh, way of communicating their own language. Okay. Yeah. So those are the two general ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question about running uh, untethered, right? Yes. Uh, at this stage, we have obviously device connections. Mm-hmm. So you can run outside with a device that can track um, your performance, essentially. Mm-hmm. Or you can run with no devices outside. Um, and it can still give you your workout prompts, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, we are in the late phases of releasing GPS tracking as okay. well. Yeah. So that means uh, what you would have seen from, say, the Stravas of the world. We yeah. have a map, and it provides you all that information. Um, you know, which route you ran, your... Uh, elevation gain, etc. Mm-hmm. So it's bringing bringing that functionality in into the app as well. So you don't just have a, a voice prompted workout with with your whole workout structure in it, mm-hmm. but also to see it cool. How did that look on a on a GPS map? Yeah. The the cool bit is that means you can go and run a say your park run as an example. Yeah. You go and run your park run. Using GPS, you record it. And then from that point, you can run the same park run on your treadmill. So you convert your workout, or your session rather, yes. to a workout. And you say, well, you know, I did that park run in, for argument's sake, 30 minutes. I want to try and do it in 28 minutes. And it will do the same elevation gain, same wow. speed, you know, adjusted for you. Yeah. Wow, that is cool. That is very cool. So it's the same concept with, say, you know, Hot Topic, Berlin Mar- Marathon as an example. Yeah. 
uh, or any of the big races. The concept is that you put it in, off we go, and then you can try. It, it will. You can't lie with the treadmill, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're doing 20k, you're doing 20k. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it helps you do that kind of speed work and train your body to be able to do the pace that you, you're aiming for. Yeah. Um, so you could take from out, outdoors back to indoors, which is amazing. You know? mm. Yeah, that is that's yeah. very cool. Is that what's kind of driving the, the direction of Kimmy then? Is that you, you mentioned finding the niche before? Is that what's, what's driving that direction? Something unique or? Yeah, so from from our side, it's it's been largely um, what the community requests, right? Rather than us dictating to a large degree. Mm-hmm. So, um, as an example, get that feedback. Oh no, it's a, it's, a, it's a good point. So we've got it either um, there would there would be community discussions on say the Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very active on our Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, so Discord is is like a Facebook essentially yep. for chat. Very prominent for cyclists as well as runners these days, mm-hmm. which is great. And uh, as an example that I would use is uh, we had Russell Bentley reach out. Uh, in the beginning of phases of development, mm-hmm. um, about a year and a half ago, and I said, you know, I want, I think it would be really cool if you guys could um, make a a workout builder. And we went, okay, that sounds that sounds quite interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. What would make a difference to um, current workout builders? And it and it was a pure discussion with um, runners, right? Not a board, not some you know, a bunch of developers. It was people that were really interested in solving uh, the problem that we as runners have. Mm-hmm. And sitting down with them going, cool, it's not distance and a speed problem. It's I want to do elevation gain as an example. So when I want to do, he's a, he's, he likes his heels, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to be able to climb you know, 500 meter elevation um, at... I don't know, 15k an hour, okay? Yeah. And it, it provides you that flexibility and that goal. Um, and th- that really is what drives us and our, our development uh, mm-hmm. st- structure and, and goals is people highlighting what is important for them to be able to achieve their goals um, and going, well, you know, th- this little feature would be really, really good. It would help me identify you know a certain aspect of my training that i would need to improve so average uh, cadence is an example or, or stride length is it in a good is it within a good um range that i need to aim for mm-hmm. um and then just kind of chip away at it you know yeah make it better better for people to use more usable mm-hmm. and that's really been our, our goal with um with the overarching philosophy of providing a an interface that is um, usable for both beginner and an advanced to to guide themselves mm-hmm. to uh, run better and achieving the goals you know yeah. Goals. So yeah it's been been interesting yeah different approach should I say yeah so if somebody was about to take on coach to 5k and they already knew what their end their end 
goal was their their mm. their end five k. They they literally. I don't know, say I was their friend and I'd already run that 5K, would there be a way that I could then share that route with them and they could, and then they could aim to have that as part, as part of a treadmill workout at the end of the couch to 5K? Is that possible, you know, to kind of upload your own work? That's, that's a very good question. So yeah. that was one of the, the requests that we've had. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely part of our end goal. Mm-hmm. At this stage, we are able to share them. And yep. in the near future, you'll be able to upload them. So imagine yep. having them, as, uh, throwing them into a community of workouts mm-hmm. that you can therefore then search. Mm-hmm. So it would be a, a community-based pot of uh, workouts where you can either give it to your friend or other people can run it, mm-hmm. uh, which which opens the, the doors for some, some interesting... Um, Finding of routes, uh, interesting workouts to to try, uh, and interesting challenges to do. You know, yeah, you could have a little bit of a, a little bit of competition between your friends, couldn't you, on the same routes? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. So we are definitely striving for that, and mm-hmm. um, and that is once again, you know, powered powered by the people who who actually use um, uh, Kenny. And say, you know, we would really like this. We go, wow, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, put that on the list. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that must be nice as well because you, you you mentioned earlier on, you know, there's obviously some very big companies, and you said that you've got quite a you've got quite a close knit team. So having a close knit team like that, you must you, when when you have new suggestions and things like that, you must be able to uh, adapt quicker, I suppose. And and if you're working closely together like that, it gives you the opportunity to be um creative like that is that a fair comment oh 100 percent. so having having a small setup and a and a focused team helps you to um firstly be open about your goals and what you should try and achieve and what the community is asking for mm-hmm. um and it opens a a level playing field to a degree so it's not a case of, um, say, myself um, thinking that something needs to go in there and, and thou shalt be done. It is um, the, the philosophy for us is you, almost, you present it to the team. So say um, a logistics manager has a great idea. She's an incredible runner herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, would, would come to us and say, you know, guys, I had this amazing idea. Be like, cool, tell us about it. Let's have a look at it. And then, uh, and and that enriches the whole processing um, uh, workflow for us, you know. Yeah. Um, so that means that w- within within a few weeks or so, you've got something in there that you you know your your team thought of, and you don't have to go through a number of board meetings and yeah uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it it helps. It definitely helps to to keep you focused. Mm-hmm. And it also helps you to um, to fire through a, a number of incredible ideas that you wouldn't normally get. Mm-hmm. T- tell us, tell us more about the workouts within the app, then the workout library, and give us some examples. Oh yeah, not a problem at all. Mm-hmm. So the the cool thing that we've recently launched was um, a whole set of 
predefined workouts, right? So it's a library of workouts. So if you're looking for a, a session that's focused on heel training and it's a certain time, say you've got 20 minutes that you want to do a bit of heel training and it fits within your training plan, mm-hmm. um, you can quickly do a, a filter, find it, customize it if you wish. So you can open it and change your, your max speeds and uh, inclines and add a few voice prompts if you wish. So you can mm-hmm. go, hey, Bill, you know, pick up your socks. Let's go. <laughs> at, uh, at a certain point, and you, you can add that, which is great. Because, you know, people want to focus on certain things. So you, yeah. you can customize it, then, and off we go. So it, it helps you fast track your workout process. Yeah. As well as, you know, I, I found myself in, in the same uh, instance where you, you kind of get into the same routine, I would say even a, in the same rut. Uh, and having a selection of of workouts you can just dive into yeah, and kind of make them your own and save them to your own profile definitely that's, helps in that front. That's quite cool, isn't it? So you could uh, you could get, I don't know, if, you, if you're going out on a long training run and you know two or three miles before the end you might be phasing a bit, you could get one of your children to say, come on, mum, or come on, dad. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, right? Yeah. Or, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, um, you know, it could be something like that. That's um, Yeah, so, you know, it, it does it does help in that regard. Mm. And um, the, the great thing that we're implementing at the moment is a number of uh, workout plans that go with that. So okay. we've got a number of workout plans that you can print out as an example. You know, a lot of people like having them on their wall, not yeah. just physically. Um, so that those workouts and those workout plans would be focused, say, for a 16-week uh, 5K plan mm-hmm. or, a, say, an intermediary runner. Yeah. And then those workouts, um, name, description, et cetera, are already within the app. So all you have to do is just go, cool, you know, my program says the following, find that workout mm-hmm. and fire away. So it, it helps you. it helps you reach a goal. Um, much easier in that sense you know mm-hmm. how does you actually asked a question like this when when you hosted the hour um week before last it, mm. with regards to the the training plans and the workouts then with the app what happens if if somebody wants to edit those because you know th- people might miss a workout or um during a workout they might not feel they might be doing better or do or not doing as well as they thought they were going to 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 do during the workout how, how does that how did the, the app facilitate that? That's a that's a very good question. So and it's a question we we get asked a lot because mm-hmm. a lot of platforms don't consider um, changes with within people's schedules, right? Mm-hmm. In the real world. So people tend to run around their life rather than their life revolving around their running. Yes. So you have to be realistic about it. Mm-hmm. So um, at the moment, it is a a guide on a more traditional guide, right? Um, mm-hmm. On that kind of structure. So it's, it's not that easy to necessarily be adaptive with it. However, we're very close um, in the development phase where it is more based on a um, a looser structure that you can change, reevaluate uh, your goals, and 
you know, I, did, I couldn't meet this particular workout. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for the remaining of my plan? So more, more in the sense of an AI in, intelligent um, training plan rather than this is the template and off we go. Yes. So that helps in many regards because what we see with the industry as a whole is I don't want to say we are we are stuck in a rut or I would, I would even dare to say people are not pushing innovation on that front um, where they would go, this is the training plan based on your initial input, boom. And then that's it. Yeah. And at the moment, what we're finding is the coaches are really filling that gap, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and not a lot of people are getting coaches. So you have a lot of people that fall between the cracks of, you know, I'm not really motivated to go running today mm-hmm. um, because I'm just doing the same old thing. Yeah. The whole point of this is if you miss something, then kind of restructures it for you. You can reevaluate midway and uh, it helps you helps you keep on track even though you might have fallen off the bandwagon a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, this is all driven by community feedback. You know? Say, hey, yeah. you know, guys, what do you think of this? Yeah. What do you think of that? And, and running a few polls and going from there. So we're definitely working on making it a lot more um, malleable, more flexible uh, in that regard. Yeah. So keep keen for for the community to to guide us through what makes sense for them you know yeah yeah very good so what, what any other developments in the future and, and what what are the end goals for kinney yeah so future developments for us for this year um quite excitingly we spoke about the more integration of the gps side yes so that would be a a, a big feature for us mm-hmm. um will be more interactive than the vast majority of the the um, features of other apps, which is great. Yes. AI training plan is is where we at, and um, so it provides you a more algorithm based, more intellectual structure towards that. Mm-hmm. And at the at the more latter part of the year, beginning of next year, we're looking at um, more more coach integration. So understanding what that means for us, and and once you get to a phase where you feel I would like to get uh, I would like to get that additional input, that additional evaluation of it, mm-hmm. uh, and play is to have that interface. Now the the big thing for us is um, a lot of people using say Training Peaks as an incredible platform, mm-hmm. um, but you do need preferably you know need somebody's uh, eyes uh, over it, you know, of wisdom, mm-hmm. uh, which it's great that we are reintegrated with Training Peaks. Being able to have all of it in kind of one place makes makes life simpler and easier, you know. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. It's amazing. Yeah. So, so tell us, tell us um, where and how people can try the app and and all that good stuff. And, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. So we are um, we are available for for free download on uh, both android so that would be play store mm-hmm. as well as the app store for apple mm-hmm. and yeah you just search kinney k-i-n-n-i mm-hmm. uh, and you'll you'll find it straight away you can install it mm-hmm. and then yeah free free to use um 
and there is also a subscription uh, version, so more like a, a premium that adds, adds a number of extra features to it, mm -hmm. um, if you do wish. But it's uh, out of the box. It's, it's got some amazing features already for for vast majority of the users, you know. Yeah, brilliant. And then I I noticed there was a an offer of one ninety nine for the first three months as well on that premium, which is very good. And yeah. additionally, we have a competition running as well at the moment where you can win a Garmin and a pair of Asics running shoes. Um, and to enter that, you, you, you need to download the Kini app and um, share a workout with hashtag Kini workout, um, which is a monster prize. Really, really good. So do get involved in that. That's running for the uh, until the first week in November. Stefan, thanks ever so much for coming on. It's been it's been great to to chat. Um, it's really interesting to hear um, about your thinking towards this. Um, I was going to make a comment that engineers should be running the country at the moment, but we won't go into politics. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, I I appreciate the time and I appreciate what you and your channel and uh, channels should I rather say are, are doing for the community. You know. Um, inspirational and just motivational so well done and keep up the good work you know thank you cheers stefan thanks very sure. much thanks jay <laughs>